All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So (laughs) for today's topic, I want to talk about motivation. And in a nutshell, I'm just going to give you my story. (laughs) So this is about, uh, I want to say, like maybe two years ago. Um, I think it was maybe right after my daughter was born. And um, a good friend of mine sends me this video from The Rock. And it was it was this motivational video that we both were using to, um, you know, ignite a fire in us for fitness. And he's given this talk this motivational talk to the Lakers team. And this is like maybe a year or two before LeBron joined. I mean, now they're, you know, the NBA champions, you know, hats off to them. Great job to them. Um, You know, LeBron continues to be in that discussion of goats and goat, you know, which is like, it's fun. But this motivational video was for them at a time when no one really was looking at the Lakers. Like uh, they weren't on anybody's radar. And, That's kind of, you know, that's kind of what caused it. You know, there's like, what what is the boy's name? The the baller brand. Uh, uh, What is the guy's name? Not LaMelo. You know who I'm talking about. Big baller brand. Um the 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 three boys Lamelo Lorenzo and whatever Ball the Ball brothers and um, <laughs> I'm sitting there watching them and they're just trying to get motivated by the Rock and listening to his story and how where he came from and how he was poor and how he was working and wanted to outwork everybody and work for the same agency as even you know, uh, uh, Will Smith and told his agent, you know, I even want to outwork Will Smith. You know, you've got all this great energy, all this, you know, stuff coming out of this great man, of this motivational icon and and uh, a public figure. And like, I loved it. it. It got me fired up. I started working out and doing all this stuff. And then like, it just stopped working. It just wasn't for me. So it it kind of, uh, you know, forced me to look at, you know, things in a different way where I'm like, it got a certain part of me fired up, but it wasn't like mine. You know what I'm saying? Like it spoke to like, let me say like 50 percent or 65 percent of my soul, but it didn't really get all of me. And I was sitting there thinking, I'm like. What did I do wrong? Like, I listened to The Rock's message. I, you know, digested it wholeheartedly. And no, I'm not, you know, this, um, what is he? Like 230, 45 pound, six foot five uh, uh, Samoan Thor. Um, No, I'm not a uh, former, I got, where did he play? He either played for, I think he played for like the Gators or the Hurricanes. It was one of those. It was, I think he was on, yeah, it was like the Gate, yeah, the Hurricanes. He did play for the Hurricanes. So, <laughs> like, no, I didn't, 
play for the Hurricanes. No, I wasn't a semi-pro football player. No, I wasn't Samoan. No, I wasn't all these things. Then I'm like, well, I'm just not him. Like, of course, the motivational speech is going to be impactful and powerful because it's The Rock. But, like, after that moment, I had to make a choice and, like, really think, what's going to keep the fire lit? So, for me, I had to let something that was fun light the flame. So, you know, let it be fun. Let it light a flame. Let it 100% be yours. Because I don't know what you what you need the motivation for. If you need it to get in shape, if you need it to, you know, realign your mindset and reshape your mindset on a thing and you know, got to get your mind right as one, as one of my bosses would say, you got to get your mind right. Um or are you trying to improve a relationship? Do you need the motivation um for your marriage? Do you need the motivation um, for your your dating, your fiance? Do you need the motivation for your team as a manager, as a boss, for your organization, or is it you know something uh, uh, from a spiritual you know connotation? You you look in diverse places for a diverse impact. So looking back, like. It, <laughs> I had a, a podcast on nostalgia and memory lane. You can look that up anytime. It explains a lot of what I'm about to say in 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 greater detail. But um, I look back at what inspired me. You know what inspired me as a kid? You go back and you watch those old Rocky movies. And now this is not in that podcast. <laughs> this is hot and fresh for today. Um, watching Rocky train to fight Clubber Lang, watching Rocky train with Apollo Creed, watching Rocky train to beat Ivan Drago after Ivan Drago kills Apollo Creed in the ring. Those training sequences, there's no easy way out, doom, doom. there's no shortcut road. You know, there's like all these monumental, hire the tiger. Like, forever will be cemented in my head. And like, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't able to go to the movies when these movies came out. They were like older than I was. So I'd watch them on like HBO or Cinemax or, you know, some summer, you know, when it's late or, or wintertime when it was late and I just needed something to watch. I turn on these Rocky films and I watch how hard he's working. They're just working and sweating and doing pull ups and doing the, the sit ups and letting the guy slap, 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 slap on his stomach. And, you know, they're they're running uphill and. You know, Ivan Drago is doing all his, his you know, thousand pound punches and, and all this stuff. And like during that whole time, I'm inspired. Like I'm like ready to go. And the thing was, it wasn't necessarily that I wanted to fight someone. I loved seeing the ability that they had and 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 being able to move and just and 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 go through a challenge and and run and step and push and punch and it wasn't fighting anybody 
that ignited the fire in me. It was the ability to do these things. That's what I wanted. And as a kid watching that, you can ask anybody that knows me now, like they think I move too fast. Like, yes, I am older. <laughs> but like my friends, like, why are you moving so fast? Like, well, like, how are you so young? Like, I'm, I take fish oil. Um, I take a great probiotic. Flourish. Come on now. Ding. <laughs> um, but looking back, you know, there were these things that inspired me. Rocky movies. Those were, you know, one of the things that inspired me. I had sports greats that inspired me. And in the track and field world, I mean, it, it couldn't have gotten any better. Um, I love the hurdles. I love the 200. And at that time, um, when I, I was uh, just a young pup, 1996 is um, the Olympics that for me changed everything because I wanted to be like them. I was just a kid, but seeing Alan Johnson win the hurdles as a hurdler that is not six feet tall or taller, like he's like 5'10", he's like just a little bit taller than I am. He won the 110 hurdles as a shorter hurdler, you know, dope, like amazing. And we're like pretty much built the same. And then watching Michael Johnson come back and do his 400, 200 uh, gold performance. And then, you know, uh, four years later in 2000, he's got the gold spikes, which like he set the 200 world record. He set the 400 world record and took pretty much took about 25 years to break both. You know, with Usain Bolt and uh, Wade Van Niekerk. So these sports greats. Is it the Blackhawks and the Stanley Cup? Is it LeBron's run to now have four rings with three different teams? Like, who does that? Like, I know Kawhi Leonard has two different rings with two different teams. But, like, we're talking, like, a lot of controversy for LeBron. So if LeBron is your ambition... If Kobe is your ambition, if Michael is your ambition, if Tom Brady is your ambition, if Serena Williams, oh my God, like greatest athlete ever, and like go ahead and argue. That's that's fine. I don't mind. Um, you know, the rel- relevance to other sports, that's fine. But like the dominance, <laughs> like, okay. But, um, it might it might not be sports. It might not be movies. It might be a civil rights leader. It might be a politician that inspires you. Um, what they've done and how how well they've worked. Um, I'm I'm not here to bash anybody's choice, anybody's who they're choosing. If you really believe, you know, in some of the things that Donald Trump has done, or Biden has done, or Pence has done, or Kamala has done, or Obama has done. If you really believe in the things that they've done and that inspires you to be a better person, then my hat, I tip my hat off to you because now I'm in a place where now I've learned how to get something out of everybody. <laughs> I, I've learned how to get the benefit out of everybody. So I really don't look at it as who's better or worse. I just immediately start to think like, okay, what am I going to do with you? Like, how am I going to work with you? Um, so, I mean, it might be a musical talent. Like, I, for one, can just tell you right now, I can spend maybe 10 to 20 minutes watching a dance video from the Jabberwockies or something stupid on Instagram, and that fills me up. That gives me life, and and, and, and 
ignites me in a way that most people would get from three cups of coffee or a vacation or uh, certain substances that make you feel well. (laughs) Um, Is it a musical talent? Is it a dancer? Is it a singer? Is it a performer? Is it a group? Like one thing that I've, I've had to ask for help on are country music artists because I don't really know country very well. So whenever I get with someone that's like real country, I ask them to tutor me and, and you know, kind of walk me through, you know, the different phases of country music because it's a lot like rap. Like country and R&B are a lot like rap where they've, they've had different phases. Like guys aren't wearing the track suits and the Adidas and the hats like Run DMC anymore. Guys aren't really walking around with the flat tops like they did in the 90s and the cross colors and, you know, those outfits anymore. Guys aren't really walking around with the big oversized T-shirts and the uh, cornrows and the Jordans and Air Force Ones like they did when Nelly and Eminem and all those guys are doing it in the 2000s, early 2000s. Like It's like a completely different thing now. And country music has been the same. Like... Taylor Swift is country music, but like the how pop she is, how much pop she is, um, really changed her sound. So it might be a musical talent, you know? It might be an inventor, like a Steve Jobs or a Warren Buffett that inspires you or motivates you. That's okay. This is all okay. There are no rules for who motivates and inspires you. I remember in high school thinking that my... um American government, uh, uh, American history teacher, I was like, God, this dude is so goofy, so funny. Like, how is he so inspired by American history? But, like, he knew songs. He knew colors of outfits that were used in, like, the Civil War. Like, he knew all this stuff. That's his bowl. That's his bowl of ice cream. Whatever yours is, please find it. Like, please, please, please find it. Because it can get to a point where you're at where a lot of people are at, which I didn't realize I got locked up in this. You've been doing everybody else's stuff for so long that you're even afraid to say what you like, that you're even afraid to. You're like, oh, my God, those fetishes are. uh, It's a fetish. (laughs) It's like these what couples do alone in the bedroom that gets them inspired and loving each other harder, better, faster, whatever. That's okay. As long as you guys aren't hurting anybody or doing anything illegal, it's okay. I don't you want to juggle oranges in the air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want a fruit basket off to the side. <laughs> you want to make smoothies while you're making love. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Um uh but yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's it's like crazy you know what people you know have and and what people do um to get motivated i know for me one that was deeply impactful on a soulful level was the movie hidden figures um taraji p henson and uh, uh um olivia spencer and uh janelle monet their portrayal of these iconic women in history, these black women that were basically uh, uh, rated subhuman and not allowed to, you know, chat and talk with um, 
um, regular society because of segregation, they did a lot. They helped get a man on the moon with their calculations. <laughs> they had a, <laughs> I can't believe this. They had a room labeled calculators. And I'm thinking because, you know, I was raised in this era because I'm a millennial. I was thinking they're going to open that door and see a room full of calculators, you know, Texas Instruments. Mm -mm. It was actual people, black women that would take the time to calculate things. They would run the calculations. And of course, AI, job replacement, they started building a machine that could do it. Okay. You know, I get it. I understand. You want a more efficient job? Like, I get it. I understand. But um, these people and these things are motivating to us. So let's like bring it home here. Motivation is a part of the mind. So motivation comes from the mind. It's not outside of the body. It has to take place in your mind. So what am I saying? Wayne, I've got really bad anxiety. Wayne, I've got really bad depression. And the only way that I can find any type of peace is with my medication, with my therapy. So I really don't have time to be motivated or, or go off my meds to change lanes or change anything. I understand. And that's the thing. Like, if people ever talk to you about the victim mindset, like, I understand one thing can affect others. And, and when you tell somebody no excuses, no excuses, no excuses, that doesn't take into account the full story. Doctors ask questions. And like in the, the, the training from like the sales world is as a manager, you learn to sit down with your employees and say, OK, well, I know how you feel. I felt the same way. And what I found is if I park here and walk in the building, it gives me a chance to get a breather and get ready for all my sales calls and this, that, and the other. What I found is when somebody's yelling at me, I take the time to ask a few questions to accurately understand and, you know, learn what it is that, uh, you know, will make them feel better or help them do better. So that's just the thing. We got to clean this up together. Motivation is all mind. It's all mind. Something has to deeply impact you, um, whether it's a, a woman, a man, um, a movie, a coach, an actor, a teacher, a, a you know, musician, you know, all of these things. Civil rights leader, a politician, a, you know, a musician, like I said, an inventor, you know, those hidden figures uh, or like a Steve Jobs or one Buffett. Um, we got to clean this up together. So I'm saying we, because I might be the only person saying it's okay. I might be the only person saying, you know what? I, I get it. Everybody keeps telling you no. And here's one guy actually saying, I understand. Like, I feel you. You know, a lot of people might not take the time to actually sit and listen to you. And I'm sitting and listening to you. And th that's the thing. A lot of people aren't psychologists, aren't life coaches, 
aren't pastors, aren't preachers, aren't Zen masters, aren't spiritual leaders. A lot of people aren't those things. So when you give your pain to people, they give you back what they are, which is not qualified to help. And that's why I'm saying sometimes it is better to, you know, go and find the qualified help. If what you've been going through is, I mean, it's got you beat down, locked and hurt. Sometimes you don't have that opportunity. Sometimes because of your schedule and and how locked up you are, you might have to listen to a podcast every day. You might have to listen to motivational speeches every day. You might have to listen to podcasts on your way to work. You might have to listen to, I'm sorry, TED Talks on the way to work. Or maybe it's a video on YouTube that you need to listen to like what we were doing. Uh, My buddy and I, we were just kind of in a place where we're like, my stress is borderline depression right now. And I'm really hating a specific part of my life, but the others are really good. And I owe it to my wife. I owe it to my family, or you are saying, I owe it to my husband. I owe it to my family to present to them a better person. When I come home, like, I don't want to come home ragging on the world and mad and hurt and in a, in a fist of stress. And just complaining all the time. So we got to clean this up, you know, like, no, we shouldn't be coming home, you know, uh, 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 acting all crazy and, and lashing out at everybody that didn't cause the problem. So, yes, you might not have the time or the utilities or know the person or trust the person to go and get that help. You know, I'm saying let's clean this up together. <laughs> And what I mean is, if you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to get it together, you're trying to get that help, because this is literally all the time you have, let's do it. Each and every day, make a journal. Talk about what went well. Like, just keep talking about what went well. If you're going to make that journal, talk about what went well. I had to start making one just for the projects that I'm working on. Because they can hit me at such random times and random places, and I just need one place that I can come back to and and think about it and look at it and discuss it. You know, that's that's normal. Um, But I talked about shadow work in my uh, most recent podcast, um, talking about memory lane and nostalgia. If you're going to clean it up together... You got to make sure that um, <laughs> if you're going to clean it up. You got to make sure that you're not bringing the damage of the past into today. You don't want to bring the past errors, the past mistakes into today. And then do something nice for yourself. After you've taken the time to recognize some of the things that you might be dragging into today that are hurting your motivation, it's like, Every morning you get up and you you look in the mirror and say, I am great. I am wonderful. I am amazing. And then you go and um, um, get in your car that's a complete mess that has all of the failures uh, uh, laying around in your car, like all the, the late bills and notices and and, and all the trash, like clean out your car, too. You can't say, I want to be all these things, and I am all these things, and I am great. I am wonderful. And then you get in your car, and it's got 
all this trash and notes, like written notes about stuff you don't like. So like, you know, clean it all, like clean it all. I had to do this myself. I had receipts. I save receipts just to be accountable (laughs) so I can take stuff back. I had receipts and I'd look at them and remember a time when I didn't like something. You got to get rid of that, too. I don't care what it is. Get rid of the whole closet if you have to. When you do that, after you do that, go do something nice for yourself. It doesn't have to be expensive. But if you haven't been on vacation, go, go, go. Get it all inclusive. Sit there on the beach and get fat and happy. Not too fat and happy. But let's learn from these mistakes. You know, let's learn from these scars. Uh, The scars may last forever, but the way you choose to act afterwards doesn't have to be. In essence, motivation is someone else's hardship recycled into a positive lesson. The pregnancy, (laughs) and then you see an adorable baby. That's motivation, like in a nutshell. Because let's be honest. That's what you're seeing when you're talking to that motivational speaker, when you're talking to that, that, that motivation or getting that thing, what you don't have to go through are their hardships, but you watch it in the movie, don't you? So yeah, it's a really motivational movie when you don't have to go through the hardship. But the thing about the movies is they show you the hardship, but you didn't have to suffer it. You didn't have to suffer the pain and the anguish and the loss of the money. But you get to see their rich benefits. Pursuit of happiness. Look at what Will Smith goes through to become that multimillionaire or whatever he was. Um, Hidden figures, same thing. Jerry Maguire. You didn't have to go through what Jerry Maguire went through. The the rejection and the hurt and the loss. You didn't have to go through what Jerry Maguire went through. Watch the movie Double Jeopardy. Look at what uh, Ashley Judd goes through. You didn't experience any of that. You just look at her pretty face and think, well, she's going to make it out. She'll be fine because of this. Nobody's doing that. Making it out of those types of things are hard. So be careful what you entertain your mind with is what I'm saying. Um, Because that's what motivation really is. It, It dwells in the mind. It is mind. And Motivation is the newborn baby. You may not always get to see the whole pregnancy. Um, So don't think that we're all out here invincible. Don't think that we're all out here and we're fully equipped. The the pregnancy and the labor is the hard part. The two-a-days is the hard part. The lifting and benching and tearing the pec muscle and not being able to compete, that's the hard part. The being rejected 10 and 20 and 30 times before you become that CEO and start your own company or become a board member that changes that company. That's the hard part. I had a friend show me his uh, uh, track record with the company and he had been rejected from 42 jobs, 42, great number. He had been rejected from 42 jobs before he got to where he was today. And he said it's worth it. Sorry to you all. I love you all. I hope you love me back. Um, These messages have been just a blessing to me because I know that you're getting something out of them. 
And, and that's where my healing is, is knowing that I'm helping you and seeing that the numbers are growing. I am elated and blessed to see that my numbers are growing. I am loving this um, because I'm helping people. And you might be listening to this while you're driving. You might be listening to this in your downtime while you're trying to heal. Um, coronavirus has been tough on us. And, you know, we're in this together. So, all right, you all. I love you all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.